Yo, 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 JC in the house. Let's introduce my boys. Check it. The Ghost Adventure crew, led by Honky Zack Fagan. Then there's Aaron Goody, Hilarious and Raven. Billy Tally is fierce. JY's a little cutie. Stick him in a crawl space to catch some ghost booty. I miss him, Nick Groff, part of the OG crew, but he ghosted on the bunch to start him something new. So tuck yourself in for a spooky little pod. I'm your host, Lynn, to give my boys a nod. Pump up the spirit box. Obviously. Hey, hey, hello. Oh, fancy meeting you here. Welcome to I Love Ghost Adventures, the podcast. I am your host, Lynn. And in case you don't know what this is, this is a podcast where I talk about how much I love the show on the Travel Channel, Ghost Adventures, which is a show about paranormal investigators. And it's been on for 23 seasons. So if you haven't heard of it, you should start from the beginning. So welcome. This is actually episode 19 of I Love Ghost Adventures, the podcast. That's so exciting. 19. We're getting so close to 20. Woohoo! 19. 19. If you know anything about music in the 80s, that might make sense to you. So, welcome. Today we're going to talk about the second episode in a four-part series of the quarantine specials. This is episode two of four, and this one is called Extension of Darkness. Apparently, this is days April 1st and 2nd in the quarantine, so it's still kind of early on in the lockdown period, even though the virus was in the country back in December, I believe. But anyway, so this was back in April. This is, Zach says it's his, the third day of their lockdown, but it's part it's episode two of the special. And Zach talks about how the anxiety is building and it's feeding the energies, paranormal energies, so, um, which I believe. They are still social distancing. They have their own trailers that they're, or uh, RVs that they're staying in and they're wearing masks. They talk about how they've been disinfecting their masks to reuse them to help with the shortage of PPE that's been a problem in our country. So that's nice of them, although they need to make sure that they stay safe. Zach talks about how even though they are quarantined at the museum, there are still people right outside his gate, and he, he gets really nervous because there's like some people loitering around out there. And then the cops actually come and I think they arrest a woman, and then an ambulance comes and picks up another woman. It's like very dramatic, and we don't know if this woman is ill from the COVID virus or something else. So it's just like really scary because it's happening right outside the gates of the museum because it's happening everywhere. So it wouldn't be surprising if it was a homeless person or it was just a person who was suffering from the coronavirus who needed to be taken away in the ambulance. Thankfully, the ambulance drivers also had masks, so hopefully they are staying safe. We know a lot of first responders got really sick and some have actually died, so it's very, very important to stay safe. Okay, so part of this episode, they are also going to investigate this old house that's next to the museum and it is abandoned. 
Zach actually purchased this house and he's going to make it a part of you know, like an extension of the museum or something. But he wanted to investigate it because there had been claims that people, he said guests of his, I don't know if he means guests to the museum or guests staying in the house, but it says guests have seen a woman's face in the window, in the upstairs window of that house. And Zach actually talks to the former owner of the house, the son of the woman who lived there. He talks to him and the woman actually died in the house. It sounds like she died on the toilet. Hey, you know, so did Elvis, so it happens. So she died in the house. So Aaron and Billy go to the house first to do like a pre-investigation and see what they can find. And then Zach and Jay go to the basement of the haunted museum. So apparently the basement of the haunted museum has a history of really bad experiences. And there's even some devil worship. Zach says that he got some texts from a famous actress who used to live in that in the house that is now the museum. And I think her father was doing devil worshiping, something like that. Yeah, so there's like some crazy badness going on in the basement of the museum. They actually show some security camera footage in the basement of a door opening and uh, then closing. Not, not in a row, like not happening at the same time, but it opens at one time and then closes at another. So that's Zach and Jay's mission is to investigate the basement of the museum. Then they're also going to be investigating the jail room and this room where there's all these serial killers and Charles Manson bones and ashes also like stored there. Zach clarifies that he gathers these kind of items from serial killers to study the paranormal energy or, or the paranormal effect that these items might have because of all the evil you know, energy associated with them. So he, he collects them for that reason and not because you know, he admires these serial killers. He wants to make that clear that he doesn't collect them because he admires the serial killers. It's just like an, a paranormal experiment. And he shows that on their, on this security camera in the Charles Manson area, they caught a light anomaly right in front of this case. So then Zach gets on the horn, gets on Skype or whatever with Charles Manson's grandson. And he talks to him about, you know, whether he should be investigating Charles Manson and, you, you know, opening up anything. And the grandson was like, uh, I don't think you should do that because you don't want to go there. You know, you don't want to open up what's in the darkness. And he was talking about how Charles Manson, there, you know, there was a light anomaly and there was like another light anomaly that Zach had caught on security cameras. But the grandson was talking about how Manson believed that light and darkness were in like constant battle. So by opening up the darkness, you know, trying to connect with the darkness, making the darkness stronger or something. So he told Zach that he wouldn't if he were him, but you know, it's his dime, he says. So that was the grandson of Charles Manson. And then in a funny little moment, Zach shows off the bathroom in his RV, which is pretty funny. 
it's like got some, he's like showing this toilet that is in the shower. So you can sit on the toilet and take a shower at the same time. And he plays like this background, like sexy music, background music while he's showing off the toilet in the shower. All right. And then they go to, they're like, okay, we're going to start, we're going to start this investigation. They, they, uh, been talking, they talk about how they've been quarantining themselves and they show a shot of Jay playing the guitar. I don't know. That's cute. So in the pre-investigation where Aaron and Billy are in the abandoned house, they catch an EVP that says, come back, which sounds like an older lady's voice. And there was an older lady who died up there. Um, and they caught that right in that room. And then Aaron's on the other side of the threshold of that room taking pictures with a Polaroid. And he takes a picture of Billy who's standing in that room where the woman died, where they, where he catches the EVP. Aaron takes a picture of Billy standing in there. And in the first picture, it's just like Billy standing in there. And then he invites whatever it is that, hey, go stand over there by Billy and I will take your picture. And he takes another picture and you see this like black or brown smoke fog that's kind of going over the whole entire scene. It's really compelling because it's like Zach even points out like all the details that you can tell. It's not just a shadow. Like it's like this foggy, misty smoke. That was pretty cool. And Aaron had invited it to get stand near Billy. And of course, there it goes right over Billy. Before the investigation starts, Zach just says how on his on the property of the museum, he was getting some uh, irrigation system and there was excavators on his property digging for irrigation for his lawn, I guess. And they, the excavators found an old rusted gun buried on the museum property. So that was special and uh, adds to the creepiness of the property. Like what was the gun there for and who buried it and why? So then the investigation officially begins. Aaron and Billy are going into the house. Jay and Zach go to the museum, which I think is cute because remember during that one screaming room, Zach was like, Jay, I want to investigate with you all the time because you're such a great investigator. We make a great team. So he sticks with it and Zach and Jay are going to be um, investigating the museum. But at first, Zach wants to go in all by himself. So he goes downstairs into the basement all by himself. And while in the house where Aaron and Billy are, while they are like making their way upstairs to the second floor, the X camera catches a light anomaly going up the stairs, which is kind of neat. And then Aaron's camera malfunctions and he starts to get really cold. And Billy's like, why are you cold, dude? It's warm in here. And Aaron says it was the, maybe it was the mist who uh, made the woman die upstairs. Then back at the museum, Zach is in the basement by himself and he hears a noise and Jay hears it too. At ner he's at nerve center and he hears it too. And then Zach's sitting on the floor of this room where there's a pentagram painted on this floor where apparently there might've been devil worshiping or something going on there. And Zach's just sitting on the floor and he feels something touch his hand. He said it felt like a finger going down, like strongly down his hand. And he's like, freaks out a little bit. 
And then he hears this like weird scraping noise down this hallway. By the way, this hallway is pretty awesome. It's like all stone arches. It's just creepy to begin with. Like it's a creepy ass basement. So he hears this like weird scraping noise down the hall. And then this awesome light anomaly comes slowly blinking, flashing down the hall. And it's amazingly clear. It's like clear as day. Jay sees it first and is like, be careful, Zach. Something's coming down the hall. I feel light anomaly. I mean, it was it was pretty amazing. I have to say this episode was uh, was was pretty great. Like I had everything, everything you want in a Ghost Adventures episode. It has all the evidence, a little fun. Okay, so it was great. So Aaron and Billy are in the house still, and um, Billy puts a recorder in the room where the woman died, and Aaron's camera malfunctions again. And then Billy says that when Zach touched the Polaroid of the mist, that his mic went out. I don't think we saw that during the episode, but that's what Billy said happened when Zach touched Polaroid. So that's weird that Aaron's camera goes out, and when Zach touched that Polaroid in the same place, his mic went out. So it's messing with the equipment. Okay, so we flash back to Zach. He's in the basement. He's looking down the hallway, you know, down those creepy arches. And he heard the noise and the light anomaly. So Zach's like using his camera, shooting down the hallway. And he tells it, show yourself. Show yourself as something, a mist or a ball of light. And sure enough, right after he says, show yourself as a ball of light, a ball of light shows up and flies right over his shoulder. It was amazing. It was so cool. It was like one of those things that I totally love where like you see it too. Like you can see it. You're like, oh my God, look at that ball of light. Like Zach didn't see it when it was happening, but you know, you can see it. And Jay saw it too in nerve center. And he was like, oh my God. Like it, he was, he freaked out too. It was a really, um, he reacted like, oh yeah, pretty cool been very compelling that Zach asked it to show itself as a ball of light and it pops up as a ball of light it was and it was super clear it was great it was fantastic I loved it it's what I love about ghost adventures one of the many things I love about ghost adventures hence the title of this podcast I love ghost adventures okay and then Zach is walking around in the basement and his camera starts to do something really weird he's like show yourself, show yourself, and the camera's making this like weird pixelated, like it's a malfunction in the pixels or something. It's like doing this weird pixelating thing that's never happened before. So that was a little cuckoo. Okay, and then back at the house, Aaron and Billy, they don't catch anything in the spirit box upstairs, but Billy sets up a shadow detector where they saw the shadow so they're trying a new piece of equipment to see if like that shadow shows up. Maybe they can catch it um, with the shadow detector. Okay, and then we're back at the museum again. And Jay now has joined Zach. And they're in the Manson room. And Jay starts to use this. E so Zach leaves Jay alone. And Jay is using the this equipment, this positive ion static energy generator like two things and he's these machines to generate energy and positive ions hoping that it will help a spirit manifest itself so 
he's got that going. He, and he's in the Manson room. And it was kind of funny because Jay's keeps touching the one, like trying to touch the one ball and it keeps shocking himself. And he's like, it's like, shock, ow, shock, ow, shock, ow. Like, stop doing that. Like, why are you doing that? It's, it's like when, you know, someone's like, why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? You know, stop touching that thing. It's going to happen every time. Painful. It's painful. Just stop it. It was kind of funny. And Zach was saying, you know, Jay was electrocuting himself. But if you know the definition of the word electrocuting, that's not true. Electrocuting means to die by electricity. So um, he wasn't actually electrocuting himself. He was shocking himself, but he wasn't electrocuting himself. Anyway, that's just a technicality. So Zach tells Jay to turn off the machine. And then Jay starts freaking out. He's like freaking out. He's hitting the walls. He's doing very un-Jay-like things. So I don't know if this energy really affected him or what. That was like pretty crazy because Jay doesn't usually act like that, clearly. Okay, then we're back at the house again with Aaron and Billy. And they use the this remote Bluetooth speaker. They put that up on the second floor. And they use cell phones to establish a connection. And they hope that the spirits can use the Bluetooth connection through their, through their cell phones to manifest or talk to the speaker or the cell phones. And on the X camera that is upstairs, you know, watch, like shooting this speaker and cell phones, they catch an EVP on the X camera that says, I think at that point, Aaron and Billy were talking about how the renovations are happening to this house and it's going to be part of the museum and the guy who owns it is going to start bringing in some crazy stuff because, you know, there's crazy stuff in the museum. You know, Zach's got a ton of it, so he's probably going to bring some to the house. And that's when they catch the, no. And then Aaron's camera goes off again. So this spirit is really messing with Aaron's camera. So back at the museum, Zach starts using the SLS camera, you know, one of my faves, and he catches an SLS figure right outside the jail room door, and it's just standing there, and I'm like, yes, SLS figure, look at it, and it's like moving its arm, like its right arm, it's almost moving it in like an exaggerated, like, come on, come this way, follow me, you know, kind of gesture, and then Zach walks toward it and he feels something like shoot through him through his chest and Jay also feels like something shot through his chest and then the SLS camera just goes out so again cameras malfunctioning equipment going out there's a lot of electrical disturbances could it be paranormal yes probably but you know it's at least unexplained right and then Zach just like drops to the floor, like after this thing shoots through him and his SLS goes out, he just drops to the floor, which is unusual for him. Then he gets up and he starts to use the spirit box and he gets a voice on the spirit box, but you can't tell what it says, but he still gets something. And then all of a sudden Jay feels like he's stabbed in the back and he's like freaking out. He's like, ow, 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 someone stabbed me in the back, Um, which, you know, if there's a bunch of serial killer 
ghosts over there and you just like gave them lots of energy to manifest, I suppose getting stabbed in the back would be one thing that um, a serial killer might do. So Zach is still using the spirit box and he gets a voice that says, I'm serial. I, totally sound, I, I could totally hear serial and I was like, why would I talk about serial? But then he's like, oh, like, like serial killer. Um, not like Frosted Flakes or whatever. And it wasn't like, I'm serial, like in uh, South Park, that guy. Anyway, so Zach's like thinking that's amazing that the set that says, I'm serial. And then the deep voice says, go into. And like I said, that, that SLS figure kind of looked like it was beckoning, like, come on, you know, go into this room. So um, that's pretty compelling. And then Zach is about to go into, I think, the jail room or something. And Jay's behind him, you know, shooting. And Zach gets, like, momentarily, like, possessed. And he turns around and he starts to go after Jay. And he says, hey, buddy. Like, super creepy-like. Like, hey, buddy. Jay's like, what the heck, dude? Get away from me, you know? And Zach was saying, like, he didn't even know what was happening. Like he felt like something just took over him for a minute, which was really, really, really creepy and intriguing. Okay. Then he asks the spirit box, whose bones are these? He's like right near Charles Manson's bones and ashes that he keeps in the Charles Manson room. And he gets the voice that says, come. Yep. Again, beckoning, beckoning of the SLS figure. So maybe that was Charles Manson, or maybe it was just, maybe it was some other serial killer, or maybe it was just some other ghost, random ghost. I don't know. Anyway, but it was compelling because he got go, like go into and come, which are very much like inviting, inviting him to come in. And the fact that he takes over his body momentarily is pretty scary. So Zach needs to be careful. In fact, Zach and Jay get so like worked up, like they're just like feeling really strange, really overwhelmed that they have to go outside. So they go outside to nerve center to sort of just clear their head and get away from everything. And when they're outside, they start to hear all this interference sounds come through Jay's headset that's attached to the microphone that he left inside the museum. And it's like this like really weird sounding um, interference. And then Jay starts to feel super, super weird again. And like he says, he's filled with anger and rage and he just doesn't feel well. And he's like starting to freak out a little bit. And he actually gets up and walks into his RV and leaves nerve center. And Zach is like, that is the first time Jay has ever like gotten up and left nerve center. So it was like, what the heck happened? There was a, a funny moment I meant to meant to say when um when Zach hears I'm serial like the serial killer, Zach made shrieks like what? It was just kind of funny because it was like not the most masculine what. Anyway, okay, so that was pretty much that episode, and like I said, it was amazing. It had everything in it. it had very very clear visual evidence, you know, these light anomalies, that black smoke fog thing, the SLS figure, all my favorite things. 
It had some spirit box action and some EVPs caught on the X cameras and the recorders. I mean, this, uh, this museum definitely must be haunted. So it's not just the title of the museum. It's not just Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum. It actually is Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum. So that is pretty cool. Um, I'm definitely going to go if I'm ever in Vegas. Okay, so next week, the third episode of this quarantine special, there, it's going to be like experiments of summoning, which is very dangerous. I hope Jay is overseeing a lot of this because Jay's the one who knows rituals and um, spells and things like that the, the best. He's most familiar with these rituals and closing these rituals when they're done. But it looks like they're going to be using a Ouija board. Uh, you know how I feel about Ouija boards. Don't do it. So scary. Like, those things are no joke. Like, you got to be able to close whatever you open. Because you don't know what you're going to be talking with when you're talking on a Ouija board. So they're really dangerous. So I'm a little nervous for them. Um, this uh, The third of the four quarantine episodes. And then, oh my god, I cannot wait. July 9th. They're starting a season, a new season of Screaming Room episodes. Oh, it's like my birthday. It's not my birthday, but it feels like my birthday to know that there's going to be like a whole season of Screaming Room episodes. It's just too great. It's just too great for words even. Okay, so we still have some time. So I want to go back and talk about one of the double episodes I watched a few weeks ago. It was called Ghostly Cold Case and Haunted Mining Hotel. And this was that double episode. Remember last week I told you that they had 8 minutes and 46 seconds of just black screen with like a tribute to George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement. This was that episode that they did that. So in this double episode, they, the first episode, they go to the Peabody Mansion in Denver, Colorado. And... There's this weird author who wrote a book about the mansion. His name was Phil Goodstein. And uh, he's just quite the character. And Zach is, everyone's being very amused by him because he's, Zach is following the book, like his actual literal book. And he's like, he's, he's literally saying word for word his book. Like, he, we're on page 23 right now. It was funny. Um, and in 1970s, there were renovations to the Peabody Mansion, and their construction workers supposedly, back in the 70s, kidnapped and raped a woman and put her in the basement, like under the floor. This woman, they talked to, they interviewed this woman called named Nicole, who has had experiences in the basement, and the Ghost Adventure crew and Nicole go down there and they feel, they just all get real dizzy, dizzy feeling. And Okay, and this episode has one of my least favorite things, um, has a random famous person joining the Ghost Adventures crew, some UFC fighter named Brendan Schwab. I don't know why they do that, but, you know, and this is one of those episodes with Zach, Aaron, and Nick, so this is a Nick episode. So then they take a little side trip to the University of Colorado, Denver, where the student union is a brewery as well, and it's haunted in there. So they go to talk to a professor of history 
who knows the history of the area and whether there may have been a woman raped and put under the floor of this mansion. And he says he's never heard of it, but doesn't mean it didn't happen. So they go to this brewery and they get an EVP that says, get back there. That's about all the evidence they got there. And then the Peabody Mansion, they're back there. They're doing their investigation. And Zach feels something in the room and it hits his head. And then they catch an anomaly on the camera. Apparently, the Peabody Mansion was a restaurant at one point, and the waiters and the staff had lots of weird experiences, and the restaurants kept failing, and there were lots of things going on. So they tried to create a restaurant atmosphere in the mansion. And Aaron, Zach, and Nick are all around the table, and they're getting, like, they hire two waiters to come wait on them, and they're ordering all this food. So all this food comes in waves, and the waiters wait on them, so it's like a restaurant. And the guys are totally, like, chowing down on ribs and spaghetti and meatballs, and Aaron's, like, being very silly, talking about the spaghetti and meatballs, and it's kind of funny. Um, but then they get a disembodied woman's voice that says, Waitress. So that was neat. Um, but nothing really happens to the waiters while they're doing the restaurant thing. The experiment wasn't really great. The waitress kept saying she feels really strange, like she's being watched, but, you know, she is. There was cameras everywhere. So then they do a spirit box session in the basement, and they get the name Pete, and yourself, and no, and watch it. And she was raped. They asked, like, what happened to... A woman here trying to, you know, trying to get some evidence that this woman was, this rape actually happened. And they get a voice that says, she was raped. Um, That's at that point. The UFC fighter was with them too, and he hears it too. And then I think Zach asks, who was it? Who did this? And the spirit box says, it was, you can't hear what he says. But to me, it sounds like it says, it was Rick. I don't know if if there was a Rick involved. And there's just like a lot of random words came through the spirit box, but they also got a phrase that says, it is violent here and found it. So like they were in the basement thinking like where this body supposedly was buried and they got a voice that said found it. And so this UFC fighter, you know, he's a big, big, tough guy. He's down there and a voice says he's scared. And I think Zach asks, Who, what's this guy's name? What's this guy's name? And it's, yeah, the voice actually says Brendan, which is, which is compelling because his name is Brendan. Okay. And then Billy gets touched. So then they leave Brendan alone in the basement and he's like breaking out because he's alone in the basement. And, you know, the ghost adventure, the ghost adventure crew is always going to leave you alone if you're a guest investigator with them. So... But nothing, nothing really happens to him. He's just freaking out. So then the guys go to the Denver police and they tell them, you know, about the EVPs they got and the voices. And the Denver police apparently were going to follow up and do some excavations or, you know, and they were going to open a cold case because that case that happened back in the 70s. So there was no police record of this happening, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen, so they said they would open a, a cold case. Okay, then in the second of the double episodes, they're in Nevada City, California, 
at the National Hotel, which was founded in 1857. It again, is an Aaron, Nick, and Zach episode. And behind this hotel, there's like a Bungalow 80 that's behind the hotel. I guess there's some bungalows back there. In Bungalow 80, a guy had completed suicide by shooting himself in that bungalow. So they were kind of focusing on that area to see if they could make contact with the guy. In the meantime, they have like a little lighthearted moment where they go shopping in town. There's a store called the Spirit House, and Zach buys himself a Spirit House. And Aaron says, hey, you better buy a big one because you already have a small one, which, you know, is supposed to be a burn, but um, it was just very silly. And so Zach banishes Aaron from the store. Okay, and so then they go to another old brewery, supposedly these tunnels underneath the city, because there's, there's legend of these mining tunnels where a lot of miners, they were Chinese miners that were killed in these mines. So there's a opening in this brewery to these caves. And so Nick goes down into the hole, into the cave, and then Zach goes down. And I really can't believe that he goes down into this hole because he's so claustrophobic. And he's, I think he's wearing like a full face respirator too, which if you've ever worn a full face respirator, those are, and you're claustrophobic, they're not fun. They're not fun. You can kind of hear a little bit of panic in his voice, but you know, he does it. So then this, they do some spirit box sessions down there and they get words like fall and loss and something in Chinese and like the number six. It sounds like it's in Chinese and there's, you know, the miners were all Chinese back then. Okay, so Zach and Nick then go to the National Hotel while Aaron and Billy stay in the brewery with the caves. It's, I guess it's called the Stone House Brewery. They also investigate Bungalow 80, but they get no spirit box voices, no EVPs, or any, any kind of evidence in Bungalow 80. But at the National Hotel, the X camera picks up the teddy bear. They, we ha they're using one of those teddy bear sensors, and that starts activating. So the X camera picks up that, and Zach and Nick go into the hotel, and they, they say, you know, to be polite, you should always knock on a door before you enter because you don't know who's going, you know, what's going on in that, in the uh, hotel room, you know, it could be spirits getting it on. And they're asking, well, they're using the EVPs and they're saying, well, what room should we go in? They're in room 75 and a woman says 22, which was interesting because it was a number and he asked what room. So Aaron and Billy are back in the hole and they're using this IR camera like on a string, uh, sort of dangling down into the hole, and they get sort of like a purple mist down in the hole, which means it's colder than the rest of it, which was kind of cold anyway. And then there's a sound of like a creaking door, but that's about all they got down there. And then Aaron joins Nick and Zach in the hotel, and they split up. Aaron goes upstairs, and he hears a disembodied voice, the voice of a woman, and then he hears some unexplained noises. They classify them as unexplained noises happening upstairs in the hallway. And Aaron goes to the door to open it, and it's the door to another room, like it's a double room. So he opens the door, and he sees it's just another door, and it's locked, right? So he goes around to the other room to see what's behind that door because he had heard some knocking or something. 
And that door is open now. So something opened the door. And he freaks out and he calls Zach. He's like, hey, get over here. Um, so they do go back to that bungalow 80. And they feel like a cold breeze. And the spirit box says, it's coming. So that was both. That was the, du- the double episode. There wasn't like a whole lot of evidence in those episodes which is why i just wanted to like zip through them they're still fun to watch and you know they're old nick episodes always fun okay so i'm gonna end this episode of i love ghost adventures the podcast this has been episode 19 thank you so much for sticking around um i hope you all have been staying safe as always doing your social distancing wearing your masks and I hope you, um, if you could, participate in some Black Lives Matter rally. And it was just recently Juneteenth, which is also an important date for African Americans in our country. So I hope you've been respectful to each other. And if you can go to a rally, do so to show your support. If you can donate to an organization, please do that. Stay home if you're not going to go to a rally or if you do go to a rally wear a mask um as of today cases are rising of coronavirus again throughout the country so this pandemic is still happening guys so i'm i'm not just saying this to say it you know it's it's scary people get sick and people die so please take care of yourself and take care of everyone else by staying home and wearing your mask okay that's my lecture for the day all right, I really appreciate you guys listening. Um, please send me an email at I love ghost adventures podcast at gmail.com. That's all spelled out. I love ghost adventures podcast at gmail.com. Or tweet at me at I love GAC podcast. Follow me on Twitter. Please subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends and enjoy more ghost adventures. I know I'm going to enjoy the the next two episodes of the quarantine special and then a new season of the screaming room so exciting okay so thanks again for listening and i'll talk at you later okay bye bye